What's up, everybody? It's me, Jay Jr. Super thankful um, just to be here today. And um, I'm grateful to all of you that that listen. You know, it means the world, you know, all the different cities that um, um, just represent and and the different countries all over the world. There are listeners. And I've said before, I would do it for the one I would do it for the hundred. I would do it for the thousand. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, everybody matters. And so I'm grateful to the one person that listens um, because in my head, I think if I can just touch one person, then that person will tell somebody else. And then it just begins to just take over and all of a sudden you're changing the world. But anyway, this whole season, season three has been about the topic of motivation versus stagnation. And so I have somebody phenomenal. Um, You talk about motivation. This guy is just amazing. His name is Mario Armstrong. He has the Never Settle Network. Uh, it is so phenomenal. So I'm going to have him come on real quick. Let me dial him. I don't want to keep him too long. So here we go. Let's see if he picks up. I'm super pumped. Hey, let's go, you guys. Let's do it. <laughs> I have Mario Armstrong. This man is phenomenal. A two-time Emmy Award winner. You talk about inspiration, his own network, Never Settle Network, and he's constantly making things happen. And I think what's awesome is it's just not stuff. He's really changing lives. So, man, thank you so much for coming on and just taking the time out to share yeah. your perspective. I appreciate everybody that I connect with because it's all about community. It's all about um, people growing together and becoming the best version of themselves. So, and that's what you do. So, so thank true. you. Thank you. That's so true. Yeah. Thank you for having me and uh, bringing me into that energy and bringing me into that same space. I mean, it's great to be a part of that type of vibration that's yes. being put out because it's just it, number one, it's the right thing to do. Right. But number two, um, it just it goes exponential when you can really bring your uh, beautiful intent to something, and your intent is beautiful with this that you're just Thank trying you. to bring different voices with different perspectives to help people see, uh, you know, positive things in different ways. That yeah. is exponential energy that's being put out when that gets absorbed by one and then gets shared to another. It's, so I'm just honored to be in this space. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I mean, I really appreciate every time you go live on your Instagram, you know, from YouTube to all the different platforms that you have. And, you know, there's something to be said about somebody that is willing to take risk and, you know, and you wonder who's listening. But I, I've been saying lately, I would do it for the one because you don't know what you're doing for that one person that it not just changes their world. They'll tell somebody else. And so yep. I, I'm super, super grateful, man, that you would take the time to do this and so this season we're we're in season three and you know my heart goes out to so many different people because right now and i don't know who is listening right now or who will listen down the road but currently in the world it's a pandemic currently currently we're dealing with covid19 the coronavirus and so there's a lot of things happening in the world and i really believe with the topic being motivation versus stagnation I've been hearing a lot of people say, well, really motivation comes from within and it's a mind mind thing. And there's something that you said that I know I was like, this guy has got to talk about this. You said your day does not begin when you wake up. Your day begins actually the night before, 
what you decide to think about the night before, what you journal, what you do. And that, to me, kick-started my life. I was like, wait a minute. Somebody just plugged me into the wall. I was like, wait a minute, Mario. Wait a minute. This man just changed the game. So I'm going to tell you what I've been telling everybody that's come on. I'm going to jump out of the ring. I'm letting you in the ring, and it's go time. It's game time. So I'm going to let you just give your perspective, man. And once again, I thank you so much. So you go for it. Run with it. Your turn. <laughs> okay, so I would say on, on this particular issue, right? Like yes. Just on, the, on this question. Okay, I would say, you know, there's a couple of things that I hear there. N- number one, it's true. What you do, you know, your day before is what prepares you for the next day. It really isn't, like, how you wake up that day. Like, mm. that's not it. Mm. It's, it's, it's not it. We think that's what it is. How I woke up today is, how do you feel? Here's how I feel. So wow. that gives me the sense of maybe how my day will go or how I'll try to fix that energy mm. uh, for that day. But truthfully, the day begins with what you did the night before. Wow. And so when you really think about that, you're like, okay, what does he mean by that? What he means by that is not just sleep. So that's important. Mm-hmm. But how we sleep what we what are we doing with our minds mm. what are we doing with our with our eyes what conversations did we have just before we decided we were going to doze off wow. were we nice to ourselves mm. did we talk bad to ourselves real were we in a, a confrontational situation and you just wanted to go to bed and that's how you went to sleep mm. so there are like a lot of these small things that may get overlooked as things that mess with us during our subconscious when we're sleeping, that then causes us not to have a good rest, causes us to turn and toss, causes us to have bad dreams. Mm. And so one of the things that I try to teach people that I've seen really work well for them, I'm only, I can only speak from things that I've done myself or things that I have taught others or things that I've learned from others that I truly trust. Mm. And that's it. From that perspective, and there are tons of times when people will ask me a question, I'm like, I don't know the answer to that. I may know somebody knows the answer to that. Right. Let me research that. Right. But I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. This I know the answer to. This I do know. I do know that you need seven to eight hours of sleep. Ooh. Even if you can operate off of four, five, and six, mm-hmm. I do know that you need seven hours minimum of sleep. Help me, God. I do. <laughs> work on this. Yes. Work on it. Mario, I'm going to work I on do. that. <laughs> I do know that people need better quality sleep. So to get better quality sleep, the quick tips are, number one, write down any of the ideas that are on your head. Write them down. Not just put them on your phone. Write them down in a notepad by the side of your bed so they'll be there for you in the morning. That gives you the escape. You're like, okay, I can release those thoughts. They do not get to ruin my 2 o'clock REM sleep when I'm supposed to be getting my great deep sleep. They don't get to pop in. And then wake me up. Wow. Because I've written them down. They'll be there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Number two, no screens. No screens. Five minutes to an hour before bed. Right. No screens. No screens. Come on, Mario. Let me check my Instagram right before I fall asleep. No. Mm. But I got DMs. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Especially the news. Because yeah. the news is, is, is hype. And the energy is wrong. And the it's negative. Uh, the third thing is... Um, to do some deep breathing. And if you're into meditation or yoga or anything that gives you a release to allow your body to understand that we're moving into a relaxed mode Mm -hmm. and that is okay. I no longer need to be on looking for anything that may be stimulating. Right. And so I do uh, the four, seven, eight breathing exercise, which is very popular. I also have a modified one that I do throughout the day called the three, four, seven. Mm. But those are very 
basic things. Yeah. Um, there's a lot about eating. I'm not a nutritionist. There's a lot about what time you should eat by and all that stuff. All I do know for me, if I get my seven hours of sleep, if I don't watch any screens an hour before bed, if I have a good conversation with myself or my spouse or partner before I go to bed, I'm good. And I know that if I write down the thoughts that I have and do some breathing and meditation, I'm going to wake up really, really good. And here's the, cra- here's the crazy part. I have a sleep number bed, so I can check my, my rating wow. the quality of my sleep every morning. Oh, nice. So this isn't just like based off of how I feel. Right. You got statistics. You got it. I did a 61 last night compared to the 89 I did two nights before. Wow. Wow. That's real. That's real. So how you go to bed, to me, dictates a good portion of the energy you wake up with the next day. Mm. And that's ultimately what I'm trying to get people to figure out. Like, are you... Are you anxious about something tomorrow? So you're not in the present right now because you're so anxious about something tomorrow. Right. So, okay, let me help you deal with that anxiousness. What is it about tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, well, I got this thing on my calendar. I'm really looking forward to this thing. I'm look- okay, write all those things down and make you feel good that you're anxious about. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what about what are you wearing tomorrow? Yeah. Well, I don't do that until the morning. Nope, do that tonight. Mm-hmm. You're going to pick out your clothes for tomorrow, tonight. Wow. Uh, and I used to do that, man. I used to like, like lay, I would know. And I still do from time to time. But I remember my mom be like, lay out your clothes the night before because I don't want you frustrated in the morning. Woo. <laughs> the other thing is there's a very misunderstood thing about decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. We make a lot of decisions throughout the day. Subconsciously, some of this is called automaticity. Automaticity is something that we have as uh, humans evolved. When you are driving your car and you see that light go yellow, you know you're you're going to hit that brake mm-hmm. because it's about to go red. Right. But you could still be having a conversation with your friend in the car, and you and your foot automatically knows like I need to hit that brake while I continue this conversation. Right. That's automaticity in place. It's a habit done over time that's automatic now. Okay. So you make a lot of decisions that you don't even realize are automatic. Wow. So that. When you stop to say, what am I going to wear today? That's actually not an automatic decision. So you're thinking and you're using up your decision, your your decision thinking power. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning is already being zapped. Wow. Why do that to yourself? Do that at the night when you're already zapped anyway. Wow. Mm. Wow. Use your energy in the morning for the things that can benefit you the most. What you wear for the day isn't going to benefit you the most. (laughs) How are you going to show up for that phone call? How are you going to show up for that interview? How are you going to, what are you going to say when you write that email and that pitch? How are you going to think about the marketing decision that you need to make or this new idea or this career change you want to do or that class you want to take so you can absorb that information? Like, how can you best use your energy for those decisions that really can bring an impact to you? So I'll ask you this question because you, to me, I'm like, this is so good. And this is nothing but like, it's just golden nuggets here. So before you hit this stage in your life, what was it like before? I'll put it this way. Were you always like this? Like with this like mindset and, and this drive? Or was there a season in your life where maybe like the light just switched or somebody says something to you? How many years ago was that? And then all of a sudden you just started yeah. going down this path. Give me a little bit of that. Great question. You know, there are different people for different things. And some people need light bulbs. Other people are kind of like supported from the beginning. I was kind of one of those kids that my parents allowed me to be curious and dream and okay. try. Okay. And that created the ability to 
look at failure as a lesson mm-hmm. and not as final. Mm. And so when, when you have a vision that failure is not final, you already know like, oh, this is just, you know, I'm just trying. Right. This failure. Right. Like failure is actually not trying. Mm. Y'all so hear that? You that are thinking <laughs> you failed, you didn't fail. Because you actually try. Yeah. Like, sit with that for a second. That's so And pat good. yourself on the back and give yourself an applause. You know how many of your friends didn't try? You mm. can count them. You know who they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They keep coming up with excuses. Uh, it's not the right time. I don't have that background. I don't have that money. I didn't come from that kind of, you know, um, education. You know the excuses? Mm. You tried. It didn't work out this time. But that ain't the end. Failure's not final, people. Right. You were supposed... The only way you fail when you try something is if you do not learn something from that experience. That's good. So what I want people to do is replace the word fail. fail. We have gotten into society so much where we have to create winners that we forgot that the lessons are in the failures. Wow. So now you got people on steroids, you got people cheating, you got people wanting to do this and get around that because they got to win mm-hmm. at all costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that in order to really win long term, you have to fail, but it's right. not failure because they're learning lessons. They're lessons. So I didn't fail in that relationship that didn't work out. I need to learn more about what did I learn from that relationship that didn't work out. Okay, that's good. I didn't fail when I tried to launch that podcast and nobody listened to it. What did I learn from that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have done marketing right, or I could have done this better, right? Or, right, right, or right. you know, whatever it is, right? Like, but be real with yourself, and you will find the learnings, and those provide clues to help you with the next thing that you're going to do that will have more success than the last thing you just did. Wow, it's that's and so, so for real. me, I was always like this, but mm-hmm. but but for me, being always like this, the hardest thing, Jay Martin Jr., is the self doubt that still seeps in. I don't want people thinking I'm some robot, right? And right, that I'm some like always on person the self-doubt is one of my strongest pieces of kryptonite that like, saying it will come in and try to seep into my it'll wipe you like, out it will literally try to wipe you out and you're like why yep. am i doing what i'm doing <laughs> yep. yes nobody's yes. watching nobody's yeah. like i thought i'd have x amount of numbers by now what is going on like is this god tell me something am i is this really my purpose wow it's real Mario, like, because it, i will say this one of my mentors told me like five or six years ago, he said, Jay, you, you're going to win, not based on views, but on content. And it bothered me because the world chases numbers. Everything is a, yes. everything is a number and you equate your yes. quality of content based on, ooh, a million watched. But then there was no engagement with those millions. And right. so I started right. realizing and he, and he would beat it into my head. Like you're looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at, and the minute I got free <laughs> from, it's not about, all it's not about the millions it's about the one he said if you can focus on if you can make your mind respond to the fact of the one person that's listening that is changing their world they're going to tell somebody and then it becomes another one that shifted my mind from wasting all of my energy based on numbers now don't get me wrong Yes, numbers are great. It is good to see, you know, people, it's growing, it's evolving. You want that. Growth is beautiful. Sure. Growth is a beautiful thing. But if that is your only focus, right. and, you're, and, and, and so that's where the doubt would creep in for me in the beginning because it was like, oh, wait a minute. 
I only had this amount of uh, likes on Instagram. I'm like, look, listen, fool. <laughs> What's the, why are you doing what you're doing? What is motivating you? The like or the content? Is Does this set you free every time you talk about it? Is there a new freedom that hits you when you put out the work that you know you're called to actually do? Yeah, I'm not going to take do it. Go. Go, you talk. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's so true. It's like, that's how you feel. Yeah. You know, and this is why the only thing that really gets past self-doubt, I mean, there are several tactics that you could use. Yeah. But the one thing that helps you the most is taking action. Yes. Because self-doubt just basically puts you into that, you know, paralyzation mode. Right. Uh, where you just get locked in. Right. Or you freeze. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's the flight or fight response a lot of times when you're dealing with self-doubt because it's fear. Ultimately. Right. It's what, right. You're, what you're trying to face. Yeah. And so, you know, understanding yourself and knowing what can trigger mm. those moments of self-doubt. A lot of times, you know, I try to get people to think about what were you doing right before the self-doubt entered yeah. in? Yes. Did you say something bad about yourself? Did you look at something and feel down about yourself? Did you compare yourself to something else? Uh, and try to find and identify what the, did did your you know your your famous friend here again say something that just make you feel small again? Like, wow! <laughs> you know, wow! Like, you got to identify the triggers and understand what some of those things are to help you. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got to be in gratitude for what you do have. Yeah, that's a reoccurring thing. And then you thing. need to reaffirm yeah. what you're going after. Mm -hmm. Remind yourself, yeah, this isn't supposed to be easy. Mm -hmm. Nothing nothing worth chasing ever has been easy. Right. Okay. Right, right. So what have I been good at? What, 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 remind me again, what's my affirmation? Oh, yeah, right. To impact people across the globe to never settle in their lives to hustle mindfully. Right, right. Mm. Okay, let's get, how do I get back on that wheel? Okay. Uh, break your routine. When you're in a self-doubt mode, you start to go down a dark, slippery slope. Yes. So yes. just stop. Yes. Go outside. Go ride a bike. Go yeah. watch your favorite comedian for 10 minutes on YouTube. Yeah. Like, break the Look, sometimes if it's so bad, my ultimate reset, since, I, since um, I'm fortunate enough to, our office is close to my house, uh, and we also do a lot of our work on the road mm -hmm. and virtually. So usually there's a shower not too far. I will literally re-shower. Wow. Like if it's that bad, if I've tried, oh, I watched a comedian and I still feel angry. Oh, I, oh, I went and did some exercise and got some water and I still feel like upset. Like if I'm trying all the, all the tactics and tricks and they're not working, I go to the shower. I'm like, I'm changing I'm, I'm restarting. I don't care. It's 2.30. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have a call until 3. I'm restarting my day right now. Wow. That is so good. I, I think that's so interesting because you said something, and I and I said this in the opening of this season. I really believe we have to be careful. I call them gateways, your eyes and your ears, Ooh, because good. it goes in. Those gateways affect your soul. And so if yes, your soul is disturbed... You have to go back what you just said. Uh, that is so good on what did you listen to? You start going down a slippery slope. I find out that even some even music will trigger me sometimes. So I go back and I go, okay, let me go listen to somebody that's further than me. This is what I do, Mario. I, yep. I tend to listen to people that are further than me, uh, maybe places I want to go or be. Yep. And it makes me want to reach out because there's always yep. something about reaching out. Your soul has the ability to reach. <laughs> And you can, your soul is longing for something. And so I will put on you or I'll put on, you know, some of the greatest people that I'm like, oh my gosh, people out there yeah. that really inspire me. They're further than me 
or they're they're at a place where I want to be. So I need to now put on something that I could hear something that goes right to my soul to feed my it's soul. It's so good. Mm. I have two motivational playlists in, in, in my phone, like two different ones. One is like audio, like audio and spoken word and talk. Right. And then the other one is like straight music with a lot of different music on there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's an eclectic, you know, I got like Rhapsody and, yep. and Big Crit and, and, and maybe some 90s hip hop. And yep. then I also got like Rocky theme song on yep. the joint. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> yep. it's like, because what I want, what I want you to do and what I try to get myself to do is like remind myself of a winning experience that I had once before mm. where I felt doubt. And, and, and if you can recall a few moments in your life when you had doubt before, but you overcame it. Wow. You can use that in that same moment of self-doubt over and over and over again if you can remember to recall it. Right. So there's like a moment where I felt self-doubt. I was like 15. I was on a high school basketball team and no one thought I should. And we had like, I don't know, it was like maybe 12 seconds left on the clock. And I wasn't the best shooter on the team, but I ended up with the ball in my hands. And I could just see a couple people, players' faces like, no, not him. <laughs> and I hit this game. and I, But I was a great dribbler and great defense. And um, I hit the shot. And I always can reflect back to like, yo, that feeling was incredible. Like the way the bench unloaded and rushed the mm. floor. And I'm like, my arms are in the air and every, And it was like the highest of highs. Yeah. And I don't care that it was when I was 15. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is there was self-doubt in myself about taking that shot. And there was self-doubt in others about me taking that shot. I took it anyway. And we won. And that winning experience. I don't care what the winning experience is for you. Maybe it is. You, you you were able to leave on your own. For You were in an abusive situation and you left. Right. That's a winning experience. You had self-doubt about how you were going to hold yourself up if you were to leave and go on your own. Wow. And you did it and you won. Wow. Wow. Like, stop looking for the Emmys and the trophies and the Wimbledons. You know, like, if we all could watch, like, Vanessa and Serena when they were going through their self-doubt, <laughs> I would w- much rather watch film on that any day than their Wimbledon championships. Right, right. Because I'm all about, process I think we process. process over process. There it is. You just hit the key word. Because I'm like, I think what has happened is, is we forget the process. And we're so yep. focused on the prize. And it's actually process that if that is so, ch- I mean, I wish there was an award for process because, well, there is, right. it's, it's for yourself. But I think that is something that <laughs> no I, one, right. I, I really feel like that's what I love about uh, the podcast is because I'm always having people share their process. We look at Instagram as an example. And we look at all these different people. But I, my sister says something to me. Can you imagine if everybody shared what, um, what was ugly? Yep. <laughs> on Instagram, like, the process of, yep. oh, no, they told them no. You got to know. Oh, you got to know. Right. How did you right. motivate yourself out of that? Oh, oh, they didn't like the way you looked. Oh, okay. So how did you get out? Tell us that stuff. Don't tell yeah. me, oh, I got my, yeah. That's great. That is phenomenal. And it's clappable. But I really believe I have so much respect for people that when they tell me, I actually got to know. Oh, because then it's like, now, how did you process through that? What did you listen to? What did you hear to help you come out of that? And what did you pull from that, that said, no, I could do it again. So this is so golden because I feel like with people like you sharing process all the time and ways to get through and get to, 
I think it is so phenomenal and it is gold, man. It is. It's true. And, and, you know, and the whole thing about nose is like, you know, just to give a quick little maybe one or two minute context here. When we first started with our show, what you see now looks amazing. Yes. Like we worked very hard to create a high quality show shot in New York City. You can go to YouTube and check it out. YouTube.com slash Never Settle Network. Yes. It is a series of episodes and a ton of short clips to help you level up in your life and right. for you to hustle minds. Right. So you right. can watch the 20 minute episodes or you can watch the two minute clips and something's going to be there that's going to help you maybe think differently, uncover a new perspective or give you a light bulb moment so that you can go and do your thing yeah. that much better. Right. And it looked great. We got six cameras professionally shot live studio audience 30 people on staff a real control room shot in times square in nasdaq studios right next to good morning america wow but two years ago let me tell you what the process looked like let's go let's go no no studio wow no sponsors a dream vision a a real a a demo of like here's what we think it can look like Mm -hmm. and rejection and by the way I'm not some newbie at this point. Just to give you deeper context, I'm on the Today Show. Hmm. So I'm, I have access to Al Roker. Back then it was Matt Lauer and a bunch yeah. of other people. I got access. Right, right. And, and, they, and, and we were in good shape. And I was like, here's my reel. Check it out. What y'all think? Mm, nobody really wants a positive kind wow. of like Oprah-esque kind of show right now. They all want like reality and escapism. Yeah. What? Wow. So you're being told no to a dream that you have by people that are up on the 35th floor in Rockefeller Plaza. Come on now. like, yo, y'all don't know what's going on in the streets. Like, y'all don't know what people are feeling. Like, I'm on Periscope every day. I'm on Facebook every day. This is what the people are saying that they need, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, so you still stay with your vision and you're trying to make it happen while you're getting these no's. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about no. I need y'all to pay attention to this. When you get a no, mm-hmm. there are a couple ways you react to this. Number one, some people take that no and they're so relieved to get it that they just leave the door because it took everything for them to get to that pitch. Wow. And I understand that and can re- and respect that. But mm-hmm. you're leaving the opportunities on the table. Right. When you get a no, here's what you're supposed to do. You ask why. Mm. Well, Mario, they just told me they don't have the money. Why? Right. And then you find out, oh, well, because in this quarter we've already spent. Oh, so then what? when, when do y'all start making decisions on the second quarter? Well, okay. Right. See, so the conversation hasn't been shut down. I haven't left the room. We're still talking. Yes. You got to get three. Here's the formula. Get three whys out of every no, and you find out the real reason why they're saying no. Mm. So push. 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 Now, here's what I will say. If you're getting the same no, like the same responses, timing is wrong, timing is wrong, timing is wrong, timing is wrong. Like every single time you go through these processes and you're getting the same answers, then your timing actually may be wrong. Right, right. And you may need to pivot or make a change. Mm-hmm. If you are getting different no's, I don't have money this time. Uh, timing is wrong this time. Mm-hmm. Mm, we're looking for something for this group, not really that group. Those are different responses. You haven't found your audience yet. Keep going. That's good. Mm, that's good. So there's a really, really, the power of no shuts people down too quick. And they're so close to turning that corner. And they could be turning that corner in the same room where they just got the no. Oh, but God. they don't know that they need to push. Wow. And we got that no several times. So to give you the story, I was like, how are we going to do this show? We called around for New York Studios. They wanted $250,000 for about a two-week window for us to tape our shows. We didn't have that money. Mm-hmm. So what I did is we ended up calling 
companies, you gotta get you gotta get creative. Yeah. So I called a tech company. I was like, I called companies that had products. If I put your product in my show, can we use your lobby for our set? Wow. Oh. And they were like, wait, you want to use? I was like, yeah, you have a big lobby. We'll be in and out. We, you won't even know we're really there. We promise. We'll try to do it as best we can. Yeah. And that's what happened. We found a company called Canary. Had wooden floors. They had. We had chairs put in. We had thirty people in the audience. We had to break. We had to build that set, which had pieces. We had like thirty people working on that with interns. And you can see it if you go back. Oh yeah. And you'll see us like on these two little floppy chairs. Yes. Interviewing people with a little TV set behind us, looking like we on like cable channel you know yeah that you've never seen before <laughs> like public access bad public access like yeah eighties public access and we made that thing as best as we could and our control room was in the janitor's closet of wow. wow but we used that to prove the concept yes people didn't care we made it work we went live won an emmy off the day on pilot that was a pilot that was a six pilot. episodes Jeez. Won an Emmy over that, and then we were able to be like, okay, before we even made a call, guess what? They called somebody called us. We saw your show. We're not doing stuff with YouTube and Facebook. Would you like to come over to our studio and bring your show over here? Wow. Guess what, y'all? We didn't know where we were going after those six episodes. We didn't have a deal with that company to come back. No. Mm-mm. The show was done. Mm-hmm. But when you put out the action. You're going to get a reaction and you wow. never know who's watching your yeah. actions wow. and you so waiting on trying to be perfect with your release. Yeah. Don't nobody know what you're working on. See, that's so real. It's so, uh, this is so, Oh God, this is so motivating to me. And it's interesting because just even with you and I, I remember when I stumbled upon your Instagram and I told myself over a year ago, Oh, I'll have a conversation with that man. I told myself, I don't know how, I don't know how, but everybody that I've had a, uh, like, uh, had the privilege that is further than me, or I I look up to them, I admire them from afar, they've never met me, heard my voice. I'm like, you know, the worst thing I can get is a no, and I'll figure it out. So I will not reach out, and I'm like, hey, I was wondering if you would come on. I'm literally like, okay, I'm putting, I believe, because based on what I've seen in my head, it's got to manifest. I've got to see it come to pass. Mm. And so over a year ago, I stumbled upon you and I told myself, oh, I don't know how, how this is going to happen. At the time, I wasn't, really even, I wasn't even podcasting yet. I said, but I'm going to have a conversation with him and it will change everything. <laughs> so here we are today. This, this is so good. I mean, look, we just, you know, we just saw Matthew A. Cherry do the same thing mm. with, it, 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 who won an Oscar recently wow. for his story about how uh, a black father is trying to um, do their daughter's hair. Yes. And that was the storyline. Mm. Like black dad trying to do daughter's hair. You know, the mom's not there. He's got to be able to do it because the mom had cancer and she was fighting that illness, blah, blah, right? He he tweeted, one day, I'm going to... Now, he was a former football player. One day... I'm gonna I'm gonna write an Oscar winning short story. Wow! Four years ago, two years later, he tweets, "I'm looking for uh, an animator for this Oscar winning idea. I think I got." Wow! <laughs> so you're doing the same. Like people think this stuff is a joke. No, you put that energy and vibration out there, and you have the real intent yes. of doing the work to follow through. Yeah. I'm not saying you can just say words and it's going to come around. No, no, no. Action. Action. You got to have the integrity. You got to have the intent. Well, you got to go back and be, that. 
you got to have like, for instance, for example, when I reach out, you got to be able to go and look at something and be like, so why is this dude reaching out? Let's look at his stuff. Does it make sense? Does it, does it match up? And so when you're, you, you're so right about having the action, because if I'm like, Hey, I want to talk with you and I don't have a reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, who are you? A lot of people want to talk, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, your thing too, is that, you know, I didn't even, and in your case, I didn't even go search you. Wow. I, so here's, what's powerful about that. What's powerful about that is, is that you were consistently engaged. Mm. I remember your name. Wow. That's real. That's what I remember. I remember you commenting. Wow. I remember me responding to your comments. Mm. I, I remember that. So so you actually fell into a, a category that I just recently taught on one of my episodes where I'm teaching people don't pitch until you connect. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, let that sit. Don't pitch until you connect. Wow. Okay. People are desperate. They got they they got their idea. I know it's your baby. I know you love it. I know you think it's the best thing since sliced bread. I get it. But you're so desperate to pitch, you haven't even connected to me yet. Wow. If you want to have a higher success rate and me hearing out your pitch, you connect with me first. Relationship. Boom. And and relationship scares me because like how long does that take? It can happen in the same five minutes if you don't do the if you do the right small talk. Right, right. If right. you do the hey, um, you know, how was your train coming in today? That ain't gonna really do nothing. No. If you say, why do you do what you do? Yeah. Why? Why? Like, I, like you told me what your title is. You told me your your blah 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 blah. But why do you do it? Like, what drives you to do it? Yeah. You're asking them to tell you the story. Yes. And now they're going to tell you more than a one line answer. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a paragraph, and that paragraph is going to give you clues as to what drives them, who they're about, and whether or not you have some other things in common. Now I'm just talking about something that happens. It, without even research. Wow. If you have the chance to research somebody and look yeah. at their LinkedIn and check yeah. their social yeah. and do the proper intel and find out what boards they're on or do they have dogs and what kind of dogs do they have? Like, if you got a, that time, then there's no excuse mm-hmm. for you to not have something to connect with somebody on. Oh, you got a rescue dog? I do too. Wow. Oh, damn. Let's yeah. talk about that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Wow. Now I remember you as the person that's got the rescue dog. Yes. What did you call me for? Remembrance. Like, oh, you, oh, you want to talk about what? Oh, yeah. You want me to help you with what? Yeah. Wow. Don't pitch until you connect, man. I love it. It's well, true. Like, it's, it's just people just need boundaries. Wow. We just really, we, we, we're so ambitious that we just, look, I, it, this isn't because I was perfect and I wasn't desperate. I've done desperate stuff too. And mm-hmm. I know it comes off wrong. Right. And I've seen my success rate change the minute I understood how to put in the right formulas in place. Mm. And I know that I'm an ambitious person, but that also means that we need boundaries because we need to keep ourselves in check because our ambition and and our willingness to want to do so much and impact so much can can cloud us if we're not really mindful and in the present when we're doing things. That's so good, bro. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you taking the time. I want to respect your time and you know, I, I know whoever's listening to this, there's so much. I, I promise you, you didn't hear everything. You need to go back over this episode. <laughs> make sure you have your pen. Take these different steps. This yeah, man just spit like so much. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, I'm a firm believer yeah, of like, repeat. Bringing the heat. You better get that notepad. You better get it out because I'm telling you, you did not hear everything. But I promise you, if you put into practice some of these things, I bet you, you will get a result better than even what you were anticipating. So that's always true. I'm so real about that. And man, I I am. Thank you. 
Thank you for look, taking the look, time. We have a ton of, and look, since we are rapping, I, we have a ton of resources, people. Yes, I want you to share that. Look, yeah. if you're a part of Jay Martin Jr.'s family, then you are part of the Never Settle family. So what I would love for you to do is, we have free worksheets. A yeah. lot of the stuff that I talk about, mm -hmm. we get for free. Yes. All we want is your email address in case we want to tell you about our YouTube show or something like that. But yeah. go to neversettle.tv yes. slash tools. Mm. Neversettle.tv slash tools. And we have so many worksheets to help you get your vision, to help understand how to pitch. It's something I call the three ask formula, like how to ask in threes increases your chances of getting a yes. All these things, the fear ladder is up there. The, mm. the, the to learn list is up there. All these worksheets are there. And then just do me a favor. If any of this resonated with you, the best thing you can do is go and check out the YouTube channel, Never Settle Network, and go watch some episodes and start commenting. And oh. you'll see us pop up and start embracing you. Wow. Bro, shout out your handle as well to on Instagram. I want people to Oh yeah, man. And follow me on IG because I'd be going crazy on, on IG. On IG, man. Them live sessions. Them live sessions. I'm like, woo! <laughs> 1225 every day I've been live on IG, but really we, we like made a custom template for it and a skin. We take it serious. We really produce content to help change people's lives. Uh, so at Mario Armstrong yes. on IG. I'm basically an advocate for the underdog. And if you are stuck or have challenges, people like Jay Martin Jr. and myself are here to help. Thank so you. I, you can DM me. I do respond on Instagram. Yes. Uh, so go to at Mario Armstrong, hit me with a follow, and I'll look you up. Bro, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, would you ever come back on again? I'm so. Th this is. is are you? I'm so upset. This thing is over. Uh, is, <laughs> that makes. I, that means this is a good episode. I love this that. Is great. I mean, I, I love your energy. Yeah. Look, I've been in media for over a decade, bro. I I know when like someone's like you have a gift oh. and you need to continue this. Thank and you. I, I, whether or not I'm saying it, I'm just saying it from from my perspective of being in the business for a while. You really do have the energy, uh, passion. You've done the, I can tell you've done the research, most importantly, yes, uh, by pulling things out that you know are relevant for your audience, but also I can speak to. Uh, and so, yeah, man, that's a done, like you thought we were going to hook up maybe one time. We're going to do this again. You tell wow. me when we're going to do this again. Thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. I, I'm super grateful. And, and, um, I look forward to doing this again with you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. It's all your listeners. If you're listening to this during COVID, stay safe, stay healthy. If you're out of COVID, let's get it. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I love go. it, man. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, you guys. You just heard from him. It is so phenomenal. I hope that this episode really inspires you to really go after things. You know, you either go for what you want or you settle for what you get. But I believe that we shouldn't just settle for anything. We should really maximize the time in this season. And whatever that is, it will be as big as you make it. Go for that dream. Whatever it is that keeps going around in your mind, write it out. And um, I, I just feel like there's going to be some great things that are going to come out of this season. So, you know what I'm going to say? Until next time. Let's keep the conversations going. Love you guys. Bye-bye.